welcome to Relational Introvert, a podcast about the often overlooked people and leadership strengths of the quiet ones. I'm Nancy, and I look forward to sharing stories and lessons from my life, plus inviting other relational introverts to share theirs. This is very much a journey. It's a path to understanding ourselves and the diversity of people around us. So join me every Monday, and let's see where this road leads. Thanks for joining in for part two of my two-part conversation with my guest, Caroline Joynson. Today, we're talking about the importance of sharing your story as part of your business or brand success, and the lessons that Caroline herself has learned in the process about being able to share her own story. Listen in as we get right into the conversation. You actually use the words confidence in what you are trying to do through cheerleader PR. When you work with businesses, for example, where do you find most people struggle when it comes to sharing their story? The reason I talk about confidence and clarity is because I think the hardest thing is that if you don't know what you're trying to say, it's very hard to say anything, you know, and you can kind of get caught up in your own story and your own expertise, your own messages and be a bit like just totally overwhelmed. And I think that's something I've seen in clients and I've seen sometimes myself of just like, well, what are you actually trying to say? I sort of say, if you get the clarity on your messaging and what you're wanting to say, then you'll get the confidence to do it because you don't feel so uncertain and lost. You kind of feel certain and you can just say it. So I think the clarity comes from being clear on your messages. And then you can, as I say, go and sort of tell them to other people. Because it's very hard to tell people something if you're not sure about it. It makes it kind of quite stressful, really. So that's where the cheerleader PR aspect came it was you know I when I go into a business to promote them I can be their big I'll become their biggest cheerleader and I'll be going into that business and looking what are the great stories we've got to share what's news that's happening in that business you know who do we need to tell to reach the people that are going to make a difference I believe that particularly as I say we sort of own and manage small businesses or personal brands you know you need to be your own biggest cheerleader because you might not be able to afford a professional to do it for you you need skills that you can kind of keep using as well rather than just like a one-off and it's so it's getting then the it, it's something that you invest in and it keeps on giving basically and you want to build a relationship yourself with journalists or with your target audience or with influencers and again it, it makes more sense for, for you to do that for yourself with guidance but obviously having been a PR consultant for all those years I my job was to promote other people or, all right, I had to promote myself within the organisations that I work with to get promotions or to get good reviews or whatever. But I never had to promote myself as a business person or as a business. So actually, in the last kind of about a year, I've had to put myself out as a personal brand. And that's been completely different because I've then got to be clear on my messages and what I stand for. And I'm used to helping other people do that, but not necessarily doing it for me so that's been a real sort of eye-opener but equally that's what I think keeps it fresh because I'm always doing different things and learning new things and I'm always challenging myself in some ways when I get media coverage just for a client it's fantastic but more recently I've had some for myself and that's felt amazing because it's like yeah <laughs> but it is a different skill so I think I can help business owners to do that because I can show how I've done it myself and I've done it myself as someone who naturally is behind my clients I'll cheer them on all the way but I'm not stood at the front so it sounds like a lot of 
your ability to convey a level of comfort or trust has to do with you sharing your personal story. Yeah. And, and it's funny, I think that's something that only more recently has been something I've kind of started to do because I very much would talk about my own expertise and experience. Like when I work with clients, I'll say, look at their story, their experience and their expertise. And they're kind of the main sort of things that I'll look at with them to start building you know, what their sort of messages would be. But with me, I've definitely lent more onto the expertise and experience side to give, try and, you know, show my credibility and show I've got the experience. And But actually, I've not really gone into my story massively yet. And um, I don't know whether that's an introverted thing. I'm not sure. Maybe it is partly. But that's something that I've kind of recognised, especially recently, that I need to share that more. And that actually there's a lot of people out there who feel like me, who feel strange about talking about themselves but as I say, if you want to have your own business, you're going to have to do it. So I think people can identify with that. And also, I think people think, oh, well, you know, if you're going to put yourself out there, you have to show off and you have to be full of yourself. And I think it's very British as well not to show off. You have to be very modest. But no one's going to notice you if you're too modest. So I can help people through that transition because I'm going through it myself, I suppose. There's so much conversation these days about what's your story, telling your story. And for me, at least, it's something that seems I find it difficult, or at least I was finding it difficult to do, to say, what do I share about my story? Because anytime I thought of story, I thought that it was this chronological event that I had to start doing was to say, well, you know, this is my life from beginning. And I was like, ah, oh, man, like that, that gets lost in the details. And it's to your point that clarity is a missing piece that I was experiencing. I'm like, And then when clarity is not there, then there's this confidence piece that's also missing. And so then you're like, how do I tell the story? Because now I'm just blobbing on about a bunch of things that sound okay to me, but the other person's like, what are you talking about? Because when, when you say story, that seems so big and it seems overwhelming. I don't know if you've come across that experience with people you're right that people do think it's got to be the whole story of your life rather than just actually picking out relevant parts but definitely like particularly for me when I'm talking to somebody about how to share their story and look for sort of opportunities for the media it's more looking at the highs the lows what you learn from those experiences things that other people can identify with but equally things that are really different and unique and it's kind of looking at your story in those different ways to kind of pull out the bits that are going to appeal to other people and everyone's got an interesting story I don't think you know people maybe think oh well who I'm not interesting but everybody's gone through different things and as you say learn different lessons and so everyone can find something they could talk about that would inspire someone else or educate someone else but it's just working through the story. Well, I love that idea of everyone has a story. And it actually came up in uh, in my last season, I had a conversation with someone, um, Andrea Sanchez, and she has her work is called Spark Story. Her whole work is around helping people to share their story. And I loved one, one thing that she had shared was even the idea of journaling. She said, journaling is a way of telling your story, because sometimes we think that I have to have this large audience to be telling a story. And your story is actually not dependent on your audience. Your story is still your story. And so I never looked at journaling as being as an activity in, in storytelling. Uh, and actually for those of us who like to write and who process their thinking through writing, that can actually be a filtering process to get clarity, right? To kind of be like, okay, now I've kind of filtered through it and aha, here is the, like to your point, here's the yeah. lesson learned. 
here's the gem that I pull out from there. And all the other thing was, I actually think about it like a sieve and you, you know, for me, sometimes there's just so much going on in my head that I need to filter it out. If I was to actually just verbalize everything in my head to somebody, they'd be like, what on earth are you talking about? <laughs> it's just, that doesn't work. And so the writing helps me sift that. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't know, you know, not everyone reflects that easily or that often. So sort of something like journaling would encourage you to do that. But I know, I, I mean, I would say I'm not, a, reflecting on things isn't, one of I just kind of get on with stuff and then I think after you should have thought about that a bit more because actually you know you would have done it in a different way or you could have learned from it but it, I think reflecting is a really important part of accepting your story and, and kind of picking out the bits to tell really because as I say you're trying to find things that are going to appeal to somebody because they're very similar or very different quite often people are looking sort of for connections and all sorts of different things with stories whether it's you know shock or inspiration or to learn there's so many different aspects of storytelling so yeah I mean that sounds fascinating you know, as a guest that was talking about that storytelling is has become really big I think in business now especially for these you know entrepreneurs and small you know business owners because they realize that's what's unique to them and they need to use it before it was a bit like let's hide behind a PR person and a, let's get everything very corporate messaging and you know still corporate businesses do that but as I say for an individual with a business then you are your best you know superpower you need to go and sort of use that story to, to the best advantage because that's what makes you different from another consultant doing the same sort of work as well as your experience as well yes and I think it's that connection to emotion a story is what actually generates a level of emotion which generates connection between us and yes expertise is important yes you know, years of experience and, and credentials, all of these things are important. So I actually don't downplay any of that. But without a story, all of this just becomes uh, that whole, you know, in business, we talk about features versus benefits, like that's all it is. It's just, these are all the features that I bring to you. The connection really is, you know, who you want to work with the people who connect with you and how do you connect with somebody, you connect with them when you hear the story. I think as as well, you can't really fake your story. You know, you, you have to be authentic and genuine. I think you could try and make up another story for yourself, but it would be very difficult to keep it up. So it's kind of like when people share their stories, I think that builds the trust factor. You feel like you know that little bit more about them. And like you say, you're looking for, oh, well, she'll understand how I feel because she's had it too. Or it's very much that sort of personal connection, really. That's how you, as I say, stand out from other other people do the same work as you do you find as you are doing this work around raising elevating a voice and and creating this cheerleader component and bringing people's story forward do you find that there's a difference between males and females in the ability or the willingness or thought process mindset around speaking their story and being able to share their story yeah it's funny I mean I have worked with more women than men particularly in cheerleader PR but you know I have worked with some some guys and I do find that they don't go into the personal story idea as much you know that I think I mean a lot of the women I work with work with other women so I think maybe women identify with other people's stories so they're willing to tell theirs but I think the men I've worked with have been a bit more like well no we want to focus on the facts about the business and we want to focus on you know these stories about the business and you know like you'd go on their website and when it says about us it'll just be a very bland this is the business it won't have any sort of personality in it so I, I find that quite interesting 
Whereas I think women weave their stories, the, the most successful women that I've worked with weave their stories into their businesses to connect with other people. So it is, there is, yeah, there's definitely a, di a difference there. But as I say, I suppose I, I would say I have worked with men, more women than men more recently. But then it's saying that, I do say that, and then there's other women who I've tried to encourage them to share their story more. And this is an example where I was doing someone's PR for them and they didn't want to share it, actually. They didn't want to, you, they were like, no, no, the event's what we want, you know, the interested. It's a bit like, well, yeah, but the event's an event. There's not really much around it. You know, you need to bring a bit more storytelling into it. So can go either way. Although actually, I mean, I don't think women naturally want to tell their own story, but when they do tell it, they can see the benefits of having got it out there. A lot of them are very modest and as I say, quite like, oh, well, there's not, I'm not very interesting. And then you go into their actual lives and they've done amazing things. They've got fantastic stories and things that have happened to them, things that they've learned. And the fact they've got to this point to have their own business is, is amazing but they don't see themselves like that. So it is, that's one of the, my favourite things to sort of show them how great they are because I think, you know, we all need a bit of a boost sometimes. I love that. I love that ability to create a space where you're almost putting a light onto something that has always existed for that person, but they just have been glancing over it or downplaying it. But your ability to kind of affirm for them, no, like, do you see the value around this and we can build a story around that. That's actually a really cool thing to be able to do. Yeah, there's definitely sort of a bit of crafting, weaving the story, you know, around the business. And, and that is fascinating. I, I mean, I am fascinated by people. And I think, I don't know whether that's an introvert thing that I, I have to say, when I talk to people, I'll very often turn the conversation back onto them, particularly when I'm talking about my work. Uh, although that obviously hasn't been a problem today. But, you know, normally I'll be asking them all about theirs more than I will be telling them about mine. And I think that's probably just part of, that's just what I've always done. But I don't, again, I don't know whether that's a bit of an introverted thing to just kind of put the attention off me and onto them. But equally, it's something that I guess I've always had to do as part of my job. So it's kind of second nature, really. It's interesting because I feel that that is an introverted quality. The idea to be more like, asking because again it's this inquisitive nature of like putting and and it might be a little bit of deflecting of not too much on me let me put a little bit more on you and and uh, I feel that we do have a desire to go deeper in conversation and relationships with people I wonder if that quality in you actually drew you to the work that you do I think that's definitely been something that's helped me in my career and particularly in what you know the way I've sort of set up cheerleader PR it's like I'm finally stepping into that and kind of saying that's part of what I can do you know that because I am the way I am you know might be a bit introverted you know I can see the good in everyone I know they've all got a good story and I love being able to help them to get it out into the world really. For anybody who might be struggling to share their story what might be one or two things that you would encourage in them or share with them to help them be able to kind of unleash that piece? One is to bullet point out your story and just start chronologically, just bullet point what, you know, all the, the different things that have happened in your life. And, and so the highs and the lows and the things that got you to the point where you are now, particularly if that's, you know, that's now your business kind of thing. So going through and bullet pointing those out, but not putting any pressure on yourself, I think, to like find the lesson straight away. Just get it out of your head and onto paper. And then once you've got it out of your head and onto paper, you can start to look for, well, what were the highs? What were the lows? What did I learn? What parts especially 
mean that I do what I do now you know what's what's your why really why do you have the business that you have so that's the story part the other part is to go through and bullet point your expertise and your experience so I always say it's not just qualifications it can be life experience but again what are the things you could talk about as an expert that the average person couldn't as I say you don't have to be a doctor of whatever it is you just have to know more than the average person but you can then give people advice and opinion and sort of how-to articles. So once you've bullet pointed those things out, I always say stick it on your wall next to your desk or next to your laptop or whatever, because then you can see how much you've got to offer and how much you've got to share, how brilliant you are, you know. And, and then if you do see an opportunity to speak on a podcast or respond to an article or make something happen, You've just got that reminder all the time that you've got all this stuff to fall back on and use. And I think that's a really powerful exercise. So that's kind of where I always start. For one, you'll feel a lot more confident and you should feel really proud of yourself. But also you'll feel like a bit of a weight's lifted because it's out there and it's by your desk. You're not going to always have to sort of scratch around in your head for those examples because you've got them out of your head. That's fantastic. I love the practical advice in there on what we could do right away because i know that this is something this idea of sharing our brilliance is something that not everyone for whatever reason naturally knows how to get there so i love those practical tips that you that you shared i want to thank you caroline it was amazing to have you on today's call and i love the fact that you shared so openly about your own story because i know that that's definitely resonates for me and i know will resonate for a lot of folks who who are listening in as well If anybody wanted to get in touch with you, whether to extend a conversation or to find out a little bit more about what you do, what would be the best way for them to connect with you? There's my website, which is cheerleaderpr.com. Then I have a Facebook group called PR for Passionate Go-Getters. So you could come and join us in that group. I have a business page on Facebook, which is cheerleaderpr with Caroline Joynson. And my Instagram is at cheerleader underscore PR. So they're the best places to find me. I'm on LinkedIn too as Caroline Joynson. But yeah, they're all the places where you can find me and see a bit more what I'm up to. Thanks again, Caroline, for being here today. Really appreciate you sharing your story as you did. Oh, you're so welcome. It's been brilliant. Thank you very much. (laughs) And I want to thank everybody who's joined in, listening in. When this gets posted, you know, join in on the comments. If there's something, any questions that you have or any piece that you feel we didn't really get into, I'd love to hear what thoughts are coming up from all of you because there's always different things that come up when we're done with the call. So I want to thank everyone for listening in and I look forward to seeing everyone next week. Hey, thanks for joining me for another episode of Relational Introvert. If you liked what you heard and you're curious about what's next, be sure to listen to new episodes every Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and more. And if you know someone else who might enjoy this podcast, please share it with them too.